All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast. Once again, from a hot tub, and once again, joined by the Patriot himself, Garrick Wright. Good to be here. It's getting harder and harder to be a Patriot these days. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not in solitary confinement. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I guess I was, you know, I thought about going to the Capitol on January 6th, and good thing I didn't because. <laughs> They're putting all of them in jail. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. It's funny that you mentioned that because I remember you texted me something like, do you want to go? I want to go or something like that. Yeah. I, I didn't want to go because Antifa was going to be there. And boy, that was correct because they were the ones that were storming the gap, but also. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you know they weren't the ones to watch out for? <laughs> it was the federal government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> FBI informants. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, I want to give a shout-out to our followers in Denmark. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you for listening out there in Europe and uh, the Scandinavian countries. I think Denmark is the place where there's that 500-pound health minister. Or is that a different one? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was one of those uh, Scandinavian countries, and they were telling everyone to wear a mask, and then they showed a picture of the woman who's the health minister, and she's, like, really, really obese. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's weird because I don't think that their food is yeah. so good as their... They're, I do think they have a certain amount of bakery items. Yeah, yeah, Dana. Like yeah. Kind of a coffee bakery type of thing in the morning. So she must be enjoying that. Hey, our second-in-command health minister is uh, transgender. Yeah. So... <laughs> Those who live in glass oh, houses, huh? God <laughs> almighty. Well, Garrick, we're going to get to COVID and January 6th. Our stumbling president, our cackling vice president, and the <laughs> most socialist city in the United States, Buffalo, New York. Who would have thought? <laughs> Great. <laughs> but before we get to all of that, I have a couple of Ask Garrick Anything questions. Hmm. So it won't be too bad. Okay, this is interesting. So Garrick, mm -hmm. uh, many, many years ago, Tom Brady was dating actress Bridget Moynihan. Yes. And he got her pregnant. Yes. Well, at the same time, he was allegedly dating his current wife, Giselle. Um, my aunt once said that Tom Brady should have done the right thing and married Bridget Moynihan. So what do you think? Should Brady have married Bridget and done the quote-unquote the right thing? <laughs> um, I, I, would, I would say yeah. <laughs> Even if he didn't love her. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Ah, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. She's hot. Well, he was dating Giselle. Yeah, but she's very liberal and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Bridget is too. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So you're. I mean, I, I guess if, you, if you're getting your rocks off and you're just kind of spreading your sperm around everywhere, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like he had money issues or anything, but. No, but yeah. so you're but you're on the position of he probably should have uh, proposed and. That's sort of a very traditional thing. If you got someone pregnant, you're supposed to then, get, you know, marry them. I mean, ideally, you're not supposed to 
impregnate somebody before uh, marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you go around the, uh, the east side and start preaching that. <laughs> <laughs> see how far you get. Like, like to see me go uh, into the wealthiest, most liberal yeah. neighborhoods and preach that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed. Uh, well, you know what? I think we can move on now to our... Uh, <laughs> It doesn't get any better from there, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it can. So, Garrick, uh, January 6th, the narrative is that Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. Uh, stumbling Joe Biden said it was the worst attack on democracy since the Civil War. And Tucker Carlson came out with, I think, a pretty big shocking thing in which he said that reports now are coming out that the number of unindicted co-conspirators are part of January 6th, which is a fancy way of saying confidential informants or undercover agents of the FBI. And it looks more and more like January 6th was an inside job. Yeah, which I always assumed because, uh, I don't know, I mean, it never made any sense. First of all, a lot of camera angles showed uh, police Capitol Police opening gates, just kind of sitting there letting people through. Right. Um, the fact that, um, I, I don't know, I, Trump's, look, people voted for Trump. We're not, we're not like that. That's what the left is like. Yeah. And there, there is nothing to be gained by doing that. Right. I, I love, I love these people that's like, you know, people like Bill Maher and, and whoever say, like, oh, uh, you know, the, we have to worry about Trump, whether or not he's actually going to leave office. And it's like, folks, this isn't how this works. Yeah, even if he were to lock himself in the Oval Office and barricade himself in, <laughs> what's he going to do then? Call up <laughs> the Secretary of Defense and say, hey, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's pull troops from Afghanistan, and then he'll say, "Oh yeah, no, we are, we pretended like we were doing that while you were president anyway." Right. You know, there were. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. It is stupid, and uh, you know, one of the things is that the government is not releasing all the video footage from that night, yeah. which probably tells you a lot right off the bat. Yeah, I think they should. If they were serious about finding out what really happened, they should declassify everything. Yeah. Show us everything. Uh, maybe that's Nancy Pelosi's uh, motivation <laughs> is to get to the bottom of it all. <laughs> what a terrible person she is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, the, of course, the media, the established media, were infuriated with Tucker Carlson and tried to say he was, you know, a conspiracy theorist. But uh, really, there's a couple of big questions. Number one, if there was confidential informants, did they know that violence was going to occur on January 6th? Did they tell the authorities that? If they didn't tell the authorities, how come? And also, number two, these undercover agents were they actively participating in encouraging people to storm the Capitol, which to me sounds like entrapment? Yeah, I would assume that they did. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing with Ashley Babbitt, for example, 
there were a couple police officers right by her as she was shot yeah. um, to death. So, and they were they're just standing there. They didn't do anything. Right. Um, yeah, was, none of this makes... It just doesn't fit the narrative. It do, doesn't look like all of that. And, um, yeah, it's what leftists always do. It's it's what activists do. They they are the ones that start something and then uh, make it look like they're part of the crowd. And uh, then the people at the top with authority will, uh, will crack down on everyone. It, it's all by design. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Alex Jones, who uh, for years has been considered a conspiracy theorist, maybe he still is, I know for a while I kind of uh, sort of kept my distance from him to some degree, maybe it's still wise to do so, however, he was at the Capitol on January 6th, he actually had a bullhorn telling people to stand back, get away from the Capitol, yeah. he was telling people, do not go in, Yeah. and uh, yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be, you know, the culprit and all. Yeah, and it, <clears throat> I, I know, uh, the other night on uh, Tucker Carlson, he said, Alex <laughs> Jones is looking more and more right. <laughs> so it's, isn't he supposed to be a nut job? Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it's, I know, more and more he's looking to be, uh, like, he's probably correct in what he is saying. And yeah, they're rounding up all these people that yeah. were were in the Capitol. You know, yeah. even if they were just walking around. Not. Yeah. I heard the story. It's very upsetting. This woman, she's a grandmother. She spent five minutes in the Capitol. Yeah. Stormed her house. She's been in prison for months. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's not about justice. It's about punishing Trump supporters, and, and it's about political persecution. And it's just. And you know what? To the credit of Elizabeth Warren, and I can't believe I'm saying this, <laughs> um, at least a month and a half ago, she was making this point that, hey, we have people, we're holding them without being charged, without their rights as citizens. Right. Um, I don't know if she... <laughs> Maybe she accidentally gave a shit about them, and because I don't think she's making any noise about it anymore. I'm but, sure she was told to shut up real quick. Yeah, for me, yeah, maybe. Uh, but I think even Bernie was uh, saying something along yeah. those lines. So I was like, you know, that's that's refreshing. But yeah, it's it's pretty sad to see. I'm really glad we didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Well, we would not have survived. The conditions that I've heard have been beaten. Solidary confinement stuff. That's uh, like 1984. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Room uh, 101, please. <laughs> not a very good movie, though, that we watched. No, no, it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, well, I have some beef with Ted Cruz. Oh. No. Now, this was a, a little while ago. I haven't quite listened to, to him recently, but he talked about how the, the January 6th people uh, who stormed the Capitol were terrorists. Yeah, like, you know, Ted, even before all this came out with Tucker Carlson, the people who know what's really going on, like we do, could tell you that this was not really what it seems. Yeah. And, uh, 
<clears throat> calling t people who are there at the Capitol terrorists? Yeah. Well, uh, come on, Ted. I mean, for a guy who's as smart as he is, you should have better instincts. Well, you know, it's it's it is difficult. I remember how emotionally charged everyone was at that time, and um, <clears throat> boy, it, it, the worst thing that you could be called was a defender of Trump or or anything. So, um, in order to maybe. I don't know. Weighed out some of the uh, emotions. Remember, liberalism is all based on emotion. It's not a. <laughs> it's not an intellectual pursuit. That's no. what conservatism is. Um, liberalism, if they use their noggins even for a second, they would. They would look at the consequences of their policies, and they would never want to do them again. But um, now they're emotional animals, oh. and. Uh, they unfortunately get people really hyped up, yeah. uh, you know, the media and all that, and and in government, and uh, so yeah, I, I can I can understand it's it's not easy being Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Even his biggest supporters hate him now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> Well, hopefully uh, there'll be some some type of justice, and we'll see what happens with more stuff coming out about how involved the FBI was. But I have no faith in the FBI anymore. Really disappointed. Very sad story with them. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much stopped with uh, with Comey, but yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and I I just realized this. I discovered this. Uh, our good friend Robert Mueller. He, after 9-11, was one of the people that uh, basically told everyone not to look at any of the Saudi nationals in the U.S. Basically said any investigation of Saudi Arabia citizens, the government of Saudi Arabia, they're our friends, look the other way. And of course Saudi Arabia was, for all sense and purposes, responsible for 9-11. Well, maybe it was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, even the victims of 9-11 who've gone through a lot of this stuff, they said, yeah, Robert Mueller won't let us look at anything Saudi-related, you know, Arabia-related. <laughs> so it kind of shows you what kind of guy uh, Robert Mueller is and George Bush is. So. Yeah, well, we, you know, we were told that he, there was nobody with more uh, integrity than Bob Mueller in Washington. And that might be the truth, and he's got no integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of someone with not much integrity, our stumbling President Joe Biden recently made a, a trip to Europe to meet with the G7. Yeah. And uh, I guess sort of the big thing that came out of that was uh, he was, was kind of an old man screaming at a CNN reporter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lady. A lady. Right. Imagine if Trump did that. Oh, shit. He even compliments women, and they're like, oh, no, he's a pig. <laughs> uh, but also Biden, uh, apparently he mixed up Syria and uh, yeah, Syria and uh, Libya multiple times. His press conference was rambling, awkward pauses, and uh, at least by anyone who's rational would say the trip did not go very well so that brings us to the next question is how much longer does joe keep going here 
Well, I think you had mentioned earlier you thought maybe by July 4th he'd be gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe not quite that early, but um, you know, I think the thing that's so so difficult is that Kamala Harris is even worse. Jacqueline <laughs> <laughs> Kamala. Yeah, and she's not even she's not even demented, at least not from old age. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, we all know that Obama and his people are running things from behind the scenes. They just need a puppet. As long as they can keep the media from uh, blowing the wood and on that, which, I don't know, some days I'm like, well, the media's in on it. And then other days it's like, no, they're so stupid, maybe they're not in on it. Maybe they're just that <laughs> liberal, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't know all what's going on there, but it, as long as they can, I mean, they, they, they keep him out of harm's way more than any president. I, this is like pre, pre television era. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody's been this lucky since, uh, Hoover. <laughs> Before there was television. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I don't know. I, I think that um, look, he's been an embarrassment for a, for a couple of years now, and they keep him there. I, I don't know. I suppose I could continue on this way. Yeah, I wonder if it's because Kamala's done so poorly that yeah. they feel they can't turn it over to her. As she gave an interview, ironically, I think it was NBC, Lester Holt. Mm -hmm. We had asked her, uh, you know, how come you haven't been to the border? And then she started cackling and said, well, I haven't been to Europe either. <laughs> just like a, an embarrassing response. So. Yeah. And I just wonder if they think, wow, she's really bad at this. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really, it's, a, it, it's embarrassing. Um, the media's on your side. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why not go to the border? Like, all you have to do is look at the right. border and... Just say, huh? All well, right. Actually, all she has to do is go to the border, say Donald Trump is evil, that we're going to take care of things, and then leave. That's all yeah. she has to do. I th yeah, they're they're really turning this into more than it needs to be. And now, apparently, Trump is going to the border. Some rally with the Texas governor. Uh, so they felt the need to. I think Kamala's going tomorrow or the next day. <laughs> so stupid. It's just so dumb. It's just. <laughs> They really misplayed that one, and not that it matters in the long run, but it's embarrassing nonetheless. Yeah, no, it's it's something. I was like, uh, I mean, I guess I'd, I'd certainly rather see Trump than anyone else there, but um, <laughs> I, he can't do anything, so I don't know what the point is. <laughs> he can motivate the border patrol, even though he's not president anymore. I don't. <laughs> yeah, more so than AOC, I guess. <laughs> uh, well. You know, Kamala, she learned her politics from the knees up, and maybe that's where she's best. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I had to get that in. I'm sorry I had to. Um, so, Garrick, uh, why don't we go here? The uh, Biden administration is starting to anger some Democrats. They tried to push through an elections reform bill where the federal government would take over our elections that did not pass hmm. and uh, they're having trouble getting an infrastructure bill done 
Manchin is holding firm on the filibuster. I think we've talked about this before. It doesn't look like he's budging. So with that said, it doesn't really seem like much is going to happen, at least from a legislative perspective. Yeah, as uh, cinema too, I guess. Is, yeah. She's holding pretty firm. She's bisexual and bipartisan. Is that true? She's bisexual. Yeah, I don't know about bipartisan. But. <laughs> But by uh, comparison to others, yeah, I would call it. Wow. Okay. Well, welcome to the uh, other side, I guess. <laughs> or to both sides. I don't know. She's fluid. <laughs> but um, what do you find out? Joe Manchin was fluid. <laughs> From a sexual perspective. Yeah. That would be weird. He doesn't look like the type. No. No. He looks like more of a. You go to a bar, he drinks too much, he slaps you on the back and says something stupid and has to apologize the next day. He seems like that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's probably the manliest Democrat I've yeah. seen. That's probably why they hate him. Yeah. The uh, DNC chair, whoever that is, called him a racist. Yeah. Which, uh... Because of the filibuster. Right. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like the best way to win him to your side, but... Well, they, you know, they were, you know, they had a few months of uh, being nice, and now yeah. they're going to try a different option. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I know, it, it's it's hard to believe, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, if he does hold firm on this, then yeah, they can't get anything radical done. Right. Now, they can still, from a bureaucracy standpoint, uh, yeah. get a shit ton done. Um, and so, but, you know, right. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, no packing the court, no, uh, no voting uh, BS. Right. Or, uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully no amnesty. Um, so that, yeah, well, you live to fight another day, as they say. Best we could, sure. So, uh, I'll tell you what, they're messing up the uh, armed forces the best they absolutely can. <laughs> oh, that was reprehensible. Yeah, the, um, uh, it, you know, I sent you that article about the uh, drag yeah. uh, queens in, at the Air Force Base in yeah. Nevada. It's where they train their best... Uh, best pilots and it's like for fuck's sake people oh it's disgusting oh they have they have robin d'angelo on the reading list for the navy and white fragility it's uh, and ibram kendi and who is by far one of the dumbest people i've ever seen in my life <laughs> it would stand to reason that he would be successful in this stupid right. ass country yeah it's, uh, and Lloyd Austin, he looks like a total retard. <laughs> it's hard to believe that the military went that way, but some people who've actually been in the military have said there's a big difference between enlisted men and the people who, you know, went to the universities and the officer schools and the administrative part. Which is probably true. Um, but you know what? The 
thing is, is that it's like my work. There might be a big difference between the people who go to work every day and just kind of, and, and the people who run the place, but the people who run the place decide where it goes. That's right. I'm not sure that there's much of a difference anyway with the people that go to work. I, <laughs> Well, you know, maybe these guys in the military who are white should say, you know what, we're not welcome here, we quit. Yeah, I, well, I think they're definitely having a hard time with uh, recruiting. recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. What is the product? Well, that brings us into the next thing, which is critical race theory. Yeah. Which you kind of touched on. Uh, I guess the encouraging thing is we've seen school boards, school meetings over the country, people getting upset about it, say we, want this, we don't want this shit taught to our kids. And I think it is having an effect because even the... Uh, the uh, Somalian congresswoman, Omar, uh, went on and said, well, it's not actually being taught in school. Republicans are making it up. They're just yeah. creating the issue. So I said, okay, well, maybe we're starting to get somewhere with this. Now they're just denying that it even exists. So Yeah. Um, oh, she's such a, she's such a lying Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> not that all Muslims are liars, but she is typically a big culprit of that. Not all Muslims are going to hell, though. <laughs> I'm not editing this, so <laughs> oh, that's I won't true. give you Garrick's address, but that's all right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I know you got one. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it seems like we're fighting back, so. Well, that's good. Um, and here in uh, where we live, yeah. like I say, the town, I don't know if you want it on here, but we, uh, yeah, we do have a um, guy starting, uh, I think, at the beginning of next month. And um, he's from Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo School Board, which is some of the worst schools in the, the country. And uh, you know, it's most—it's probably so that he can impose critical race theory. I'm hoping that we see backlash in this area too. Well, I'll tell you, uh, the people who go to the school board meetings are like the ones I see in Wegmans. There's no hope for us, I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah, we're pretty soft. <laughs> <laughs> New York, very liberal place. Very liberal. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of uh, western New York, uh, Buffalo, New York is going to have the first socialist mayor in more than 60 years than anywhere. Openly socialist. Yeah. Uh, Byron Brown, who was the longtime Democratic mayor here in Buffalo, lost the primary to, I believe her first name is India? India? Yeah. Yeah. What's her last name? It's something I can't pronounce. Uh, I thought it was pretty easy. It starts with an M, right? Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> now, I, I'm not sure that I would throw in the towel quite yet. Um, it, it, there is talk that he's going to do a write-in campaign. Oh. Um, she won by very little. It was a very low turnout, like 22,000 people in the city of Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> the people who are Democrats don't want to vote for them. But <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's it's believed he, he has half a million dollars for his campaign that he didn't spend. Um Sounds like they got pretty lazy, they got complacent. Yeah. Um, but there is thought that he'll do a write-in campaign, and so, yeah, it's so funny. I can't believe that I'm actually talking about, oh, let's hope to keep Byron Brown. 
it's the same thing with Cuomo. It's, yeah. like, it's just it's just knowing that whoever replaces him is going to be so much worse. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I, w I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a done deal, but yeah, it's uh, it's discouraging. That's for sure. Yeah. I guess Byron Brown would have to hope that in a general election, with much higher turnout, that his name reputation would carry him through. Which, I mean, he's been there 16 years. It's, yeah. I mean, you don't get more establishment in Buffalo politics than Byron Brown. And just think, there was a time in Buffalo where the uh, mayor of Buffalo, his name was Jimmy Griffin, and he was beer drinking, and he was yeah. kind of blue-collar kind of guy. And Jimmy Sixpack. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Garrick, well, we're going to be wrapping it up pretty soon. I do want to mention this. It looks like the Clintons got another uh, casualty on their hit list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John McAfee, the famous for their software program, he uh, was in Spain, he was going to be extradited back to the U.S. for tax reasons. He put out, I think, a video or a tweet that said, uh, I would never be whacked or something like that, and he had like a special tattoo or something like he, that. Yeah, he said, if I... So in 2019, he said something like, if, <clears throat> I'm not suicidal. If I die, it's because I've been whacked. Right. Okay. And yeah, he had that tattoo on. And um, yeah, he had a couple days ago he had tweeted something that um, would suggest that he wasn't going to off himself. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. So. Like someone could make the argument though that why would the U.S. government, well, the government would want him dead because they wouldn't want to make an example out of him and put him in jail and stuff. So the government would want him alive, so they wouldn't kill him. But of course, if it's the Clintons, then who knows? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't, I didn't know that you were going to bring up him uh, because last week I saw that the reporter that uh, broke the story on the tarmac. Uh -huh. Right, meeting between right, Bill and yeah. Loretta Lynch, he he wound up dead. Yeah, from suicide, I think, right? Oh, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, you Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I wish Rush were alive for this. <laughs> where do they find these people do these hit jobs for them? That's what I want to know. <laughs> there are a lot. I mean, uh, my grandmother would probably do it for them. <laughs> I remember Bill O'Reilly was like, Alan Combs, you would carry Bill Clinton's bags for him or something like that. <laughs> oh, you do a lot more than that. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, so another guy is no longer on the planet. We'll see if that story ever comes out. Um, weird. I'm glad I never met the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, like the best uh, crime family in the uh, yeah in the U in U.S. history. Probably, okay. probably showing the Bidens how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is how we do it, and believe it or not, Hillary Clinton will be running in '24. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary's going to be president by the end of the year. Believe me. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, uh, I think that's going to be a wrap from us. Hopefully you were entertained. If you have any questions for us, we take all questions. And if you're from Denmark, make sure you translate the questions before you send them to us. And um, if you know of uh, any jobs, you know, if you can get us 
uh, to move there and uh, get us settled in. We wouldn't mind because the U.S. is in a very poor state right now. <laughs> I don't know if Denmark would like us. I don't, I'm not sure about that. Like us, we're ugly? No, our political beliefs. You know, I don't think they can be any weirder than our government. Uh-huh. Maybe they'd be more conservative in some ways. Uh, I'm thinking so. <laughs> I mean, look at look at what we did with June and all the corporations and yeah. the transgender thing. Like, you, you don't get more liberal than the yeah, United sure. States. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I dare you to name a country that is so into transgenderism as the United States. Yeah, I can't think of any. It's maybe Canada. I don't know. It's probably close, but... Yeah, maybe. Certainly not Russia. No. Vladimir Putin's the only guy who stands up for us nowadays. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking Vlad. <laughs> You'd probably have a good conversation here in the hot tub. Yeah. Although he would, he could probably bench process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a little old now. But. Yeah, well, I'm pretty flabby. <laughs> <clears throat> Alrighty, folks, take care.